Ronald, man, I am so hyped for this next episode. I mean, because we're going to be talking about songs, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's that? Or, or songs with catchy lyrics, like... Did you forget the lyrics, or...? Yeah, but, I mean, you know it, right? Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Randema. And I'm Iz. And welcome to the R&I Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome. How are you guys? Today we have an exciting episode for you guys. We'll be talking about catchy lyrics and why they're catchy and how come we think they're catchy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Should be interesting, right? Uh, Yeah, uh. man. I mean, you know, both of us are writers. We, We both write music and we... We both understand what it takes to, you know, make a good song, right? Yeah, and and, and a lot of those uh, songs um, that are successful, they're like the one hit wonder kind of things, mm. and then they're like, okay, let me just take this and run with it. It's kind of hard, right. to, you know, to come up with this kind of songs anymore. That's you know, true. Uh, but like, you know, there's a there's a lot out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and even like even in today's music, it's different. Like the the lyrics or the way that melodies are taking the lyrics today is a lot different than before. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you take like 50s uh, songs, like I would say one of the catchy tunes is like, put your head on my shoulder. Oh yeah. Like, like that line. Right it's Yeah. Like it's old school. And then now Classics. you'll hear songs like, um, uh, what is that one by Anelli? The country grammar. Oh man! All right, I was, to take a puff, pass it to me now. You can find yeah. me. You know. You know when I was thinking about the, um about this podcast or this episode, I was like, "What about that one song? It's getting hot in here, so, so hot. hot." You know, like what yeah, about that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> that I mean, the, yeah, that's what's catchy. That's what's you know, that's what's making people want to listen to songs. Like, yeah. just like, yo, I love how the flow is, right? Right. I mean, so. it's just it's 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 one of those cool concepts of of songwriting and songs in general and you know what people what people listen to mm-hmm. um there was an example of i guess catchy lyrics but not not so much for lyrics but it's for memory right. um i have a friend uh who's a musician out here and he has his <clears throat> he has his voicemail to where he says hey i'm not here right now um call me back here's my number and then he'll rap his number in a melodic way <laughs> And what? it was so melodic that everybody who had his number knew it even after he changed it. Yo, it's kind of like that uh, that one lawyer here, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Glenn Lerner is the way you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, See? Wait, seven, seven, five, oh, five, oh, oh. Man, we're not sponsoring that, by the way. But you We're know, not, but it's Glenn a Lerner. shameless plug, baby. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Man. But, yeah, no. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's see, so like as you can tell, like those are catchy lyrics, you know what I mean? Like they're in jingles, um, like commercial jingles. You know, like uh <laughs> Yeah. State what, Farm. Stanley right? Steamer. Oh, State Farm. <laughs> like wait. Like I thought it was all state. state Farm is there. Oh, it is State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> all, all state is uh the, the talking, the voice, the low the voice. voice. <laughs> um are you in good hands. Are you in good hands? <laughs> But um, there was I was in Stanley Steamer in in uh, Anchorage when I used to live there, 
the Stanley Steamer commercial was like, Stanley Steamer, tough on dirt, gentle on carpet. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. So what? smooth, so simple. Yeah. It's also in Texas, too, from what I hear. Um, oh, wow. My, when I used to work there, yeah. Um, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Stanley Steamer, carpet cleaner. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's, in, in that's the one I'm used to hearing. Yeah. Um, they even had that in Sacramento, I believe. So, oh, did they? Oh, okay. Yeah, I grew up with that. It's like, Stanley Steamer, carpet when cleaner. I, <laughs> I was when like, I okay. used to work with them, I used to sing it behind the door when like the customer was like (laughs) we're almost there like you know just just hang on i'm like stanley steamer tough under gentle on car i only did it like maybe two or three times that same day then like my crew crew chief's like nah nah it's like (laughs) what what if you um go to the doorbell or like you go to the door you knock Person mm-hmm. on, first on the other side of the door is like, who is it? And he starts singing the jingle. Like, okay, <laughs> you're, you're in, you're in. <laughs> right? Oh, man. It's like a requirement for you to, like, accent the client's house, you know. You got to right. see the jingle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's just like, just how it is, you know, with, with catchy lyrics. That people will always remember it, especially mm-hmm. the short, short and sweet ones. But in songs, it's a little different because yeah. some people like the verses. I am a big fan of hooks. Yeah. Like, you know, the choruses. Um I mean, how about you? Like, what is your favorite parts of songs that makes you remember parts? Um, most mostly is the hooks and the choruses. Also, um, yeah, mainly the chorus because that's the one that gets that's the repetitive part of the song. So you kind of want to um, kind of want to make that as the attention grabber, which is why some songs have the chorus in the very beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Like you know, uh, Craig David, um, "Walking Away." You know, he just automatically just goes out I'm saying, "Walking Away." Yeah, he yeah. starts saying like, oh, "Okay." Okay, what is he saying? What is he saying? You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's is that uh, his original? Those. That's his original, right? I believe so. Because I, I mean, think someone I've else never sang heard... that song, but I don't know who. Uh, I don't know if it's his song that someone else covered, or he covered someone else's song. But I do know that "Walking Away" was one of my favorite jams on that album. I forgot what album was that. The first that wasn't the first album. That wasn't the, um, the Seven Days album, right? I no, think... no, it is. It is. Um, it's a seven it's the day one album. with um, "Fill Me In." It's the "Born to Do It" album um, that was released in oh. two thousand. Um, Why were you creeping down late last night? So yeah, I don't know who. I mean, it, it says that it was written by David and Mark Hill. Um, okay, November twenty eighth, two thousand. So it looks like he's legit. The you know original. Um, cool. Well, I mean, Craig Davis has great songs like Fill Me In, like even um, Hale Amano, we perform uh, Seven Days. Yeah. Monday, took her for a drink on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, and um, I remember some some cats from like all over the world when they would see us play at like downtown Fremont, they'd be like, yo, I haven't um, I haven't heard that song. And then some with the accent, I haven't heard that song since, since the 90s or the early 2000s. And I'm like, yeah, man, it's a long We're bringing time, it back. Bro. We're bringing it, bringing you know? it, bringing it back. He's like, do you happen to know the other song by him, Craig David? I'm like, like yeah, like one? fill me in, like, you know, like, cause I've heard it. And I'll be bring up uh, Walking Away. I'm yeah. Walking Away. Dude, brilliant writer. That's actually uh, who I, I would say that you kind of reminded me in your writing, how, how he writes, mm-hmm. um, like how his verses are structured um, and um, the choruses end up, you know, fitting really well within it, you know? Yeah. Um, He's actually um, one of um, one of the few artists that inspired me to write, too, because 
if you listen to some of his verses, they're like really, especially with Fill Me In, it's like really like da 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 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to kind of um kind of you don't want to duplicate it, but it's it's kind of hard to yeah you don't want to yeah kind of mimic that you know. Mm-hmm. And then so you're trying to do it, but then it doesn't even sound as good or like half as good as Craig David's because um, right he's got that rapping singing voice, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you also have uh, Neo too, right? Is Neo one of your? Uh... Yeah. So Neo, Jontai Austin, um, even Pharrell when he has um, some sick, of his yeah. other songs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's um, there's a lot to, um, that I can mention, but mainly Craig David is one of the top, one of the top three, I believe, mm-hmm. um, only because the way he delivers, you know, mm-hmm. and his style of writing. I remember so. the six songs you wrote after Neo's oh, So Sick album. Mm-hmm. Was it the So Sick album? Or yeah, was the, the So Gentleman Sick album. album. Um, yeah. After that album, you wrote like six songs, like back to back, all while doing tangibles in our biology homework. <laughs> and I'll just you say. Mean, uh, you mean tangibles in psychology? <laughs> was it psychology? See, yeah, I, dude. I, I that's, remember. Like... <laughs> uh, that's why I got a C. Wait, no. Wow. Did you see? I got a C. I don't know how I got a C. You got a B. I did I get a B? Oh, dude. No, I'm just kidding. We both got C's. Remember? We showed oh, each other. Oh, yeah. Like, and you did, did we all that? the work. <laughs> all the catch, catchy oh. lyrics that he used to put on top of the board. Tangibles. <laughs> all the tangibles. I, I never, I don't think I did any of them. I don't know if, if you did. But, I thought you did. I did like nah. maybe like 50% of them. But no, that's, <laughs> that's not the case. They're time consuming, guys. Super um, time consuming. But, um, so. Yeah, you wrote like six songs. Turn the page was one of them, and then this—I uh, forgot the titles of the other four or five. Um, I think yeah, one of them too. was um, about a party. Oh, because I um, asked you to write me one. Get then, ready. Get ready. Yep. Yeah. And then there was another I also one. Had my uh, my cousin from England um, collaborate with us on that one too. Yeah, yeah, we should bring that. Oh, I, and I then I, I have also my, email, my old email. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I also wrote him a song. That was actually used in the CW um, over in England uh, oh. called "In Her Eyes." So they actually played a little part of that song um, in that oh. little little um, brief moment of this of the series. I forgot what um, I forgot what show it was, but he showed the video to me. I'm like, "Oh, dang!" So that's cool. It's it's somewhere in the world, you know. <laughs> that's high, yeah, man. Um... I forgot the other ones though, and uh, but yeah, turn the page and then get ready. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, dude, the lyrics <laughs> of which one? <laughs> I should, I should, you know, I should have popped it up, but like it's really hard to navigate through old emails. It, yeah. Um, but then get ready. There was a part talking about booty popping. What? No. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. even say ladies, stuff like that in my ladies, lyrics, guys. Come on, Ranima come on. Is it dog? <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking um, about, Willis? <laughs> and for me, like, um, uh, I really don't have much uh, inspirations from like, r- like any artists, but I do have from a lot of my friends here. Like, Ronway, you're one of my inspirations on writing. Um, my boy Ryan in um, in my band, he helped me f- like structure a song. Um, my friend uh, Heather or Ms. Ire, she used to be in Haleamano. Um, her lyrics were just amazing. Um, hey, did she write that one song, um, Love Me For Me? Did she help you guys with that song? She helped me with the, the, the harmonies and how to structure it. But she yeah. she uh, 
she basically got she recorded it. So mm-hmm. I would say she did a big part of of uh, structuring the song for me. Uh, I wrote I wrote the chorus and uh, the verses, and then Ryan wrote the rap, and we all did it in his backyard. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, See? and actually, uh, if "Love Me for Me" that is pretty catchy in the yeah. very beginning, um, because like you said, like a lot of songs start with the chorus in the front. Right. Love me for me starts in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, love me. And then um, that really stuck. And I, I want to say 2009 or 2008, uh, we decided to put in our show that we're going to have the crowd sing it back to us. And that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Everybody had those like little hand signals. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's like, I mm-hmm. want you to mm-hmm. love me for me. <laughs> right. Right. And a lot Everybody's of my, like, uh, what, what is he doing? A lot. <laughs> A lot of my inspiration of of love songs came from um, in the beginning came from my friends' relationships, like uh, Keone's past relationships, my oh, boy Josh' uh, past relationships. I mean, in the beginning of the relationships, they were all like you know just in that in that love or honeymoon phase. The honeymoon you know what phase, I'm saying? Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm so in love, and I was like, Oh, that's cute. Let me write it. Right, let me write about it. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> And then, like, literally, I want to say, like, six months later, they're no longer together. I was just like, well, <laughs> I I have this. I'm going to stick to this. And, this, and yeah, it stuck. And um, and the lyrics, you know, some of, some people really liked it. And they, and they, they, they um, covered it on YouTube, mm-hmm. covered it for, like, school projects or school events. I, I'm, uh, I forgot what it was. I think it was an event at school. I don't know if it was for a school or for an event that was just being held at a school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Hold Me In Your Arms is one of those. And then there was, a, um, there was also a competition out in Oahu uh, from my previous ukulele player in my previous band. Um, he had a band out in Oahu, and he covered Hold Me In Your Arms, and it was dope. Oh, what? Um, so I was nice. just like, oh, they have someone else singing it. They have a full band playing it. It was tight. And um, so, yeah, you know, like, uh, so, so th- they liked it because of the lyrics. At least that's what they told me. So, um, you know, at least the catchy it's being catchy, you know, like, or my, my lyrics are catchy for some. Um, and even for like, um, what do you call, um, what are the, one of the songs I sang? I want now that song is just full of just, uh, just a ton of lyrics just smacked into one, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like, da, 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 da. so like, it kind of like, it's like a build up. So like people yeah. can remember it, can remember how the melody goes if they don't know the lyrics because there's so many of it because at least that's my band would be like, yo, is there's too much lyrics in it? I was just, yeah, but I wrote it that way. So we're going to leave it. <laughs> uh, that was one of my selfish uh, moments, but I mean, yeah, like that, that's basically um, how, you know, my, my writing revolved around it trying to be as catchy as possible. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think the, um, I think that one of your, uh, I think, you know, in my opinion, Love Me For Me is, I think, the the most catchiest song that you guys have. Um, mm. uh, one of them. There's also um, a Recession um, oh, yeah. that you guys, and that one's like a huge buildup in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it, it gets going, um, like the chorus, mm-hmm. um, it's... It just sticks with you. <laughs> and I think it's yeah, because yeah. Um, uh, the way it was written, uh, I think Ryan wrote that one, right? Was it? 
Yeah, yeah, Ryan wrote that one. Yeah. So when he wrote that, he um, he actually spilled in something other than love. And mm-hmm. when you listen to a song and pay attention to it, you start you know humming it. You start you know mouthing some of the words and eventually um, saying the same lyrics over and over, and then actually you know being able to sing mm-hmm. the whole thing. So mm-hmm. that's one of them, plus the Love Me For Me. And then there is another one um, that you guys cover, or I don't know if it's your original, but it's One Foot in Sand. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a cover, yeah. Yeah, that one's um, the way, uh, um, I mean, I think the way you guys do it sometimes, it's like it's like uh, original when you, guys, mm. when you guys sing that one. So right, right, right. you guys do a good job on that one. Thank you. Yeah, no, um, that song, you know, it was, it was funny learning that song because I didn't hear it. I like as soon as it came out, like I was just like, oh, I don't know how I'm gonna memorize all that. It's in Hawaiian, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, at least the hook is, and that, and for some reason, I listened to it a ton of times, and I just know how it goes. So in the beginning, I would just kind of mouth the vowels, mm-hmm. and then since you know, like I know how to read it, or at least I know how to sound it out very well. Yeah. So like, I could, you know, I, I was able to like pass with it, and then later on, I'm like. Oh, so these are the lyrics. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so you got the kahako there, which is one of the, uh, uh, I guess, the punctuations in, in the Hawaiian language. And I was like, okay, there's an okina here, which is the apostrophe. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, I was just like, oh, okay. And so when you when you, when I read it and then I sang it, then I just kind of just sang it in that in that uh, very catchy melody. Like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And so I know I am Aloha Nui. I was like, oh, this is tight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and that's why even like um, see, I, I listen you you know, I listen to K pop, right? I have no idea what yeah. they're saying. It's all in Korean and then yeah. it's broken up in English. However, if you can remember how the melody goes and you can read the Hangul or the romanization of, of Hangul, um, you can pretty much, you know, sing the song. Yeah. Um you know, as well as you can. However, there was a competition I saw on YouTube back in like 2011. There was this K-pop group named Sistar. They came out with a song called Ma, Ma, Ma Boy. I guess it would mean My Boy, but it was M-A Boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did like a competition to see who can do, you know, who can do a, a good cover on it. And I was following uh, DC Fan for Life on YouTube. And he he covered it. Um, I think he's from the Midwest. But he covered the song. He doesn't, you know, he's not Korean. He doesn't speak Korean, or maybe he does now. But, um, and he sang the song, and he added that kind of American flair with the riffs and all that stuff. And I was like, "Yo, this sounds awesome!" <laughs> it's because of him that I even know the song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so he sang that song, sounding. I was like, "Yo, dude, this sounds great!" Um, and um, then the girls. You know, they, they had to go through all the, the videos. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how they loved how he, you know, what he did to the song. They loved it. However, the lyrics that he was singing, he was expressing them in the wrong way. You uh, know? So I'm just like, and I'm just like, oh. And But <laughs> whenever I hear the song, I only sing it like his parts because it, it's just more powerful that way. But like I said, like the lyrics are very important. In, in, in Korea and, and, and in Sistar, the group. And um, I, I thought that was very important. You know, I was like, well, what if someone from um, a different country, you know, covers something that we write in America? And 
they make it like, I'm crying for you. And this with a big smile with their eyes smiling. I'm crying so hard. But they have no yeah. idea what it means. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm stretching here. But, you know, like, <laughs> as long as they know the melody, as long as you can yeah. copy the melody, the lyric will always come through. And I think that is a wonderful thing in writing songs. I mean. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you, you, as long as you got those lyrics in there, um, you can make a remix of almost every song um, mm-hmm. as long as you keep that melody in there. Like you can have an opera song switched over to like a, uh, a reggae song <laughs> into like maybe um, like a soft pop or even mm-hmm. a K-pop, if you will. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and speaking of K-pop, man, I'm, I'm hearing this BTS every single day from my daughter, Sophie. So um, there, there are some songs that they sing that are not in English. And I'm over here like, na, 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 na. and it's funny that we're even talking about it. Like Dynamite is one of them. And then there's this one song that I keep waking up to. Um, and I start singing it. And it's funny because right. she wakes up around the same time I, as I do when I go to work. Right, right, right. And um, oh man, it, it's is is I forgot what it's called. I because I want to remember the title before I even start seeing it. But it'll come to me. It'll come to me as long um when this as, as podcast keeps going, it's gonna like just hit me in the head. Watch. <laughs> I think my favorite um BTS song would be "Dope." I think that song came out in 2015. Have they been around for that long? They've been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And are they yeah. now just like booming up right now, or? Uh, they started blowing up back in 2017, I want to say. Yeah. And then uh. they just been just on this high rise, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm into uh, Twice. <laughs> I know. I, I for all you R and I podcast viewers and uh, and listeners, y'all already know the <laughs> boy is Twice. Jung I couldn't twice. say. Uh, I, I, you know, yeah. So that coming. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, like uh, so aside from us, uh, or is there is there anything oh, else? I got, you got it. It's, you got, it's okay. boy in love. Boy in love. Oh, yeah. Is it? It's that. Is BTS the yeah. one who did that song? Yeah, that's it. Oh my god! I think they debuted that song back in 2018, 19, 18. Oh man. Yeah, BTS. They got it, man. They on fire. Obviously, right I'm outdated. So, <laughs> hey man, well, I mean, you know, the kids got you. Uh, you got you updated. Yeah. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to the world of K-pop. Like, welcome to 2021, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, it's, uh, you know, K-pop also has a uh, great writing um, as well. I mean, even though I may not, you know, understand it, um, a lot of people know certain parts of it, like uh, in Twice. There's a song called Cheer Up. Mm-hmm. And they're like the the um it's like Cheer Up Baby, Cheer Up Baby. And then there's a, a Korean part that I, I don't really know. And then like the Cheer Up Baby, Cheer Up Baby, like everybody says it really loud. They shout it and it's it's great. And yeah. um and what's cool about every song that all these K pop bands do or groups do is that before they even start, they uh, everybody kind of sings their song or sings their names in the chant and it's and everybody learns how to do it and it because and it becomes ultimately like the beginning of their songs like they'll be like what? um yeah like if if we had if we had a song that we wrote right now for the podcast people would be like 
Ranuma is Ranuma is like that's how they would do it. And then um wow. and I'm like, that is clean, you know? <laughs> that is dope. And so they make their names catchy. Are you like it's, it's dude. A, that's their attention grabber, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I cannot wait to learn twice as one. I haven't yet to go to a concert. They were here one year, <clears throat> but I couldn't make it. I was so salty. But there will be a next time. There will be a next time. Um. All right, we can uh we can talk about our uh our favorite uh lyrics here. Um, you wanna you wanna kick it off? Yeah. So um, there <clears throat> there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of songs that have catchy lyrics in, and I think everybody knows this one, but it's um "Call Me Maybe" by Carly Rae Jepsen. Where the heck Those happened? are pretty catchy. What so happened to so. her? Anyways, that's that's what I like to know. <laughs> I think she's still doing music. Yeah, is she really? She just came out with a song. Like I want to say, like last year or the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, she sang. Oh, dude, there's there's oh, dude, there's a popular song. I know it. But go on. But yeah, uh, call me maybe. I think uh, a lot of people know that song. Or not Everybody the whole should. song, but I think it's just the chorus. You know, it's like, hey, I just met you. This is crazy. <laughs> right, right. Here's my number. So call me, maybe. You're like, okay. It's like, I remember you. Yeah, it's like, and then it's funny because that's like only the first half of the lyrics of the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then everybody like starts humming the second part, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, the, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's what I did because I don't know like the second part of that chorus, but, uh, the uh, the first part, I think, I want to say, uh, um, I, I'm thinking like 75 or 85 percent people know that part right there of the song. <laughs> yeah, no, there. Uh, she just came out with a song <clears throat> called "Me and the Boys in the Band." Came out August 18th, 2020. What? Oh, I was gonna say this yeah. year, or? and then yeah, yeah. Last but year. it's not catchy as "Call Me Maybe." Probably which is not. Why it's probably not but in the we haven't radio, listened to it know. yet. <laughs> we haven't listened to it yet. There's also another one. It's not Christmas till somebody cries. What? Too much. That was in 2019. Let's be friends in 2020. Yeah, man. She is. She is. She's still rocking. Um, Wait, that that one song like you mentioned is called "Let's Be Friends." Like she's. So yeah, she got tired of calling me maybe or calling her maybe. <laughs> No, no, she called, but she's like, let's she's be like, friends. Let's just be friends in the end. You let's, know? Just, let's just, uh, let's be Nakama, Tomodachis, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> friends. Chingu. Wait, no, is it Chingu? Yeah, Chingu. Oh, jeez. What, um, what, what do you got? All right, so I don't have a big list, but I have a strong list, okay? It's all so right. We can go, um, you know. We'll, we'll start we'll hand with it off, you know. It's Baby Bash, Sugar Sugar. Oh, my gosh. The Chorus. You got me lifted, shifted, higher than the ceiling. And ooh-wee, it's the ultimate feeling. You got me lifted, feeling so gifted. Sugar, how you get so fly. That is so dope. I I remember listening to it on the radio. Just that, it just played that one line. You know, shifted, lifted, higher than the ceiling. I was like, yo, that is cool. (laughs) I was like, what's that? Turn that up, turn that up. And so, (laughs) you know, and then I want to say that week at school, I was like, yo, have you guys heard that song? It goes like, you got me shifted, lifted, hiding in the ceiling. Ooh, it's the ultimate feeling. 
And they're like, yeah, dude, that song is so good. I was like, yeah, it's by Baby Bash. Yeah, Baby Bash. But, uh, I was like, is that like a baby party? Is that a party with, of babies? Uh, Frankie J on that track, too. Oh, yeah, Frankie J. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that's doing the hook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, um, you know, for me, what 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 got me the, the song was the cadence, of course, and the melody matching, like I, I said earlier. And it's just like, it's just like, dude, I, I'll never forget this part because, you know, it was, it just, it, it, it smacked me in the head, like, out of nowhere. And I was just like, yo, I love this song. Yeah. And boom, that, you know? And, um, and also that was a, it was really cool, a really cool concept to use a singer with a rapper because mm-hmm. it wasn't all too common f- to, for me to listen to that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what was another song with, well, so like the Tupac ones, like the, uh, yeah. um, I didn't really know the singers that would sing with Tupac them. You know what I mean? Wasn't um, there a song with Boyz II Men and Tupac? Or no? Am I... Yeah. Hey Love. Yeah. Hey Love. Wait, no, that's. No? Wait, is there, is that's that Boyz II Men. LL... That's LL Cool J. That's LL Cool J. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, but like LL Cool J, like, <laughs> I didn't know he was actually like, like, a, like, a, like, uh, like a sick rapper, like. I didn't know it was like he was like that. I thought he was more like a one of those suave rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like the one that's like, like uh, at least Baby Bash. I never heard of him, so he's just rapper. I thought instantly like more on the harder side, more on the uh, rough rapping side. You know, or at least the lyric yeah. lyrically, like kind of like Eminem. Like you know what I mean? Like um, yeah, he doesn't. I think I really like the use of of a singer like Frankie J because I knew Frankie J. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like, oh yeah, okay. Um, but I guess it's it's just because I knew both both of them. Maybe that's the reason. Um, right. I, I like the use of another singer. It was a very nice transition between the two as well. Um, yeah. So that was one of my favorites. I think the only um, song from um, from Tupac that I liked that had you know singing with it was uh, Thug's Mansion. Mm, yeah. I don't know if you've heard that one. Um, but it, it Wait, was Doug's with, Mansion. With, uh, That's not the one with Snoop Dogg, right? No, the one with Snoop Dogg. I, it, it was. Uh, I think it was all about you. Um, all about you, or there's that one, and then there's two of America's Most Wanted with uh, Snoop Dogg. I think it was that one. But yeah, he. A, a lot of rappers don't. Um, or a lot of rappers that I listen to don't really have a lot of um, songs that have um like a singer on it you know like like what you meant like how you mentioned eminem mm-hmm. um dr dre um you know or even tupac like he doesn't have right. a lot and of course they do but you know yeah they didn't before you know it was more like i remember when eminem had fido yeah Please don't know, I wonder why. yeah i was like well that was actually a good one <laughs> yeah man um oh uh, what about this next one here? It's it's from Outcast, from the Speaker Box and the Love Below Alvin in two thousand three called Hey Ya. As soon as you as soon as you hear that one two three, <laughs> and then everybody, yeah yeah, and then um, I think that's there's the, a bunch there's a bunch of catchy lyrics in that song. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. there's only like two words in the chorus that's being. Rep- like repeating the whole time yeah (laughs) and it's like the whole chorus i'm like wow we can there's also a breakdown oh yeah yeah yeah. uh, shake 
shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> uh, and, and then there's also the part is like, um, hey, what's cooler than being cool? What? Ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> you know? That's and a whole bunch. Like, there's tons. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they so play. There's, a, there's a lot. <laughs> Neither. Oh, man. Uh, is that is that like, am I am I mixing Hey Ya with the Caroline? Is oh, that, that song? Um, Caroline. That, one is, that one's um Roses or something like that. Roses. Um, roses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm like trying to remember that. if they say roses really smell like you. Poo. Or, or, oh, that's kidding. I think, I think it's poo. I don't, I don't want to say yeah. that, you know. But yeah, I even like the the whole theme of that that album. So yeah, or the two albums. They man, I, I remember when I was going into, um, I was riding the bus going to high school. You know, when that mm. song was out, and mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out which CD to put in, whether whether I wanted to listen to Andre, uh, was it two thousand or three thousand, or Big Boy, <laughs> Big Boy. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, which one do I want to listen to? You know, because we back in the day we had CDs, guys. We had CDs. We didn't have to, we had CDs. Like, we had the smartphones, and you know, we had CD folders and binders. We had to put the anti-skip button when you're walking. You know, <laughs> that barely worked though. It barely yeah, it worked. did it. It did it. You ever I always had to stiffen your left leg, or I don't know where you put your yours. I always put it in my left pocket. I always stiffened my leg. You know, when it was skipping. So it looked like I had a limp. I'm like, yeah. Ah, yep. oh, I love this. Song. No, I had it on my right, my right pocket, so I can have control over the skip buttons. You know. Oh, like, nice. Oh, I like that song. On the left. Let me put it That's back. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's stop it. We're showing our age now. Is. Uh, <laughs> um. Here's another song. Mm. What about "Happy" by Pharrell Williams? That was um. That was I think that came out in 2013. Um, was it 2013? I think it was 2013. Dude. Yeah, it says 2013. Yeah, Um, dude, I don't know what happened, but the media was playing that song everywhere. Did it become too much? Everywhere. Oh, bro. (laughs) There was a 24-hour music video of just that song. What? And there was just a bunch of people all over the world dancing to it, which isn't bad. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. It's literally a a song on a 24-hour loop. Because I'm happy, clap along, if you feel... That's wow. what you want to do. That's actually um. So those lyrics, I actually like that. Uh, like those ones where it's just you know super uplifting. You can play it in, in almost everywhere, right? Um, and it's not one of those really bad, negative, catchy lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you can just sing at work. Oh yeah, for real at work. Get it? And I'm just kidding. But yeah, there's. <laughs> Um, but th- there's a lot of good lyrics in there. Obviously, it's happy lyrics. Happy lyrics. <laughs> um, there's also uh, um, the clap or the dancing. Like a lot of people, like clap along. Yeah. yeah. Like one, two, clap. Yeah. I was like, how does that song just make you want to just clap that part? Like, you know, you just clap your stomach, your hip, your your <laughs> just- knee. Or if you're just like you know tapping yeah, on the table, like, tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, that happy is definitely one of those those songs that you just like. Yeah, I I have to dance to. Lyrics, oh, yeah. lyrics aside, it's it's a great, great song. It's a good song. 
I, like I just it. wish that everybody didn't just freaking overplay it. You know what I'm saying? I know. Um, another, another. Um, this one just came into my head, but an, another song that it was Pharrell and Daft Punk. Oh man, shout out to Daft Punk. They they were kicking it for a while man, until they yeah. got disbanded. But it, it's called Get Lucky. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Get lucky. We're up all night to get some. We're up all night to have fun. We're up all night to get some. We're up all night to get lucky. Yeah, I was like, um, Daft um, Punk also has some great lyrics. Oh, they're yeah. they're a DJ duo, right? That right? Yeah. Music, right? Yeah. And with that little robotic, awesome. you know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so one of my other ones is from Justin Timberlake featuring Pharrell. Pharrell, I'm pretty sure he's the one who helped produce the song. Um and it's it's the it's the breakdown part where Justin mm-hmm. is telling the guys and the girls just saying like it feels like something to see and up can I live with you and the ladies will go I don't know what I'm thinking about maybe leave it with you you know what I mean <laughs> um and I thought it was maybe leaving with you but it's really living with you whatever <laughs> lyrics so back, that back I we made had, we couldn't really look up lyrics back <laughs> like right on the fly on our phone we would have to yeah. like. Go back. Or Wait, Google, what did he say? Google, Google would instantly have it. Yeah, or ask Jeeves. Oh my gosh, ask, ask Jeeves. <laughs> Yahoo. I used to use Yahoo a lot for my lyrics. Oh um, my goodness. Yeah, I liked I liked the the song because it was crowd participation. I love it when the crowd gets into it because then they're you know they're in the same energy you know mm-hmm. le- uh, wavelength as you you know just like oh, it yeah. feels like something's heating up and I like the uh, the battle of the sexes kind of the deal you know what I mean. And um, but essentially, it's just you know, two people you know linking up, yeah. And it caught my eye, and like, um, no matter how many years have passed, I don't even need to listen to it. I re- I know that part by heart, you know. Well, yeah. at least my part. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe leaving with you. Oh. <laughs> uh. So that that was pre- that was a good one. And then, what about? I think Matt. I swear this thing, this song gets played, um, in every wedding. Uh, "Single Ladies" by Beyonce. <laughs> that yeah, that's the doesn't doesn't it though? Single not single dudes, but like taken dudes, like must like the ones that aren't married. Yeah, like uh, like it's kind of like a. <laughs> It sucks for them because some of them like they can't. They haven't made the decision because you know they haven't gotten a ring. They don't know if you know yeah. that's what they want to do. But then that song comes out. It's like, what you gonna do then? I know. Like, it's like, someone what? break up with you or someone that wants this. <laughs> it's like, dang, all that pressure, hey, man. Oh my gosh! And, and again, the uh, the chorus. It's just four words throughout the whole chorus. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> yep. That's it. Up in the club, y'all know. I forget where. Yeah. Um, that one's a very like upbeat song too. So that one's from her um, 2008 album called "I Am Sasha Fierce." Oh yeah, you know, she had that weird say. video up. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm Sasha. I was like, I bet you this is a promo video. Yeah, um, this is it right here, guys. This is it. You know, I don't know what's going on, but like I've been I've been yawning in the past couple of podcasts. I, I know I I'm super boring, guys. For everybody who's listening, I apologize. <laughs> I uh, I just woke up. <laughs> I didn't. I, I woke up like six Man. hours ago, but it's whatever. It's whatever. Nah. I, um, I, I've been awake since like 
eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, uh, my last song that I like is by James Taylor. He's an older uh, musician from a, a different time. Um, the song "I Will Not Lie for You." Um, um, this the lyrics go to come here as my friend and have you come on like my lover, like to bring things to an end between me, myself, and my brother. And at least that's a little bit how the the song goes. I can't do it without the music, but mm-hmm. um, I will, I'll, re- I'll read it one more time. To come here as your friend. And have you come on like my lover, like to bring things to an end between myself and my brother. So basically between two friends. So there's a girl, there's a girl that his, um, his friend, James, James friend likes, but she likes James and, and she knows that the other guy likes her, but she wants James to lie to his friend. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. And so I love, uh, I love, between myself and my brother. Because, like, you know, <clears throat> I take friendship pretty serious. You know what I'm saying? Bros before hosts kind of thing, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, no, like, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a really cool, cool, and it stuck with me. I But what's funny is I didn't hear James Taylor's version of it. Um, it was actually a uh, a singer out of Hawaii. Yeah. And then because I couldn't, because he didn't have that, like, publicly, you know, out for anybody else to hear, I went to James Taylor. And um, his, his version was uh, for me was a lot better, and it, it felt like it was more. Um, it was more like he actually went through it because I mean, I'm assuming he wrote it because it happened, but like I said, I'm just assuming, so I don't. I don't really know, but I really like that part between myself and my brother, and and that because that's a whole like that's a the bridge. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And um, yeah, James Taylor. Yeah, best fr- best friends don't hurt each other. <laughs> That's Unless why. you're Buzz Lightyear, and super Woody. catchy, deep meaning, <laughs> never forget. Unless you're, um, you know, Buzz Lightyear and Woody fighting over, uh, you know, Bo Peep or whatever her name is. You know, <laughs> um, there's a there's another song, um, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, released in 1979. That I just, I just watched that movie, or really? just that part. Just when they're recording it. Oh, okay. I mean, I haven't seen it, but this this song is like super long. <laughs> it's like a long song, but it because there's a lot of good instrumentals that comes around with it, and I actually got the kids to sing it, um, and then they, they actually know the whole lyrics. Actually, it's it's kind of. It's funny because they're like, mm. no, I want to do the mama part. No, I want to do the mama. And they go, mama, <laughs> just kill the man. <laughs> like, why would you sing that part? Like, because they got a lot of, um, you know, they got a lot of time in that song. <laughs> a lot of people remember it too. Yeah. 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 Or they're like, they go, I see a little silhouette of a clam. <laughs> Scaramouche, Scaramouche. Can you do the fandango? See, like, everybody does that. It. Yeah. yeah, the whole song is a catchy lyric. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like for real. You know? Yeah, for um, real. Happy, happy guys. Queen, <laughs> yeah, Queen. Brilliant man, brilliant song. Bohemian Rhapsody for mm-hmm. sure. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, and then um, my last one, um, and I put this last because I'm in the healthcare field, and there's this one song when you're doing compressions. Um, you, they literally tell you just remember the song of 
Bee Gees. Like in Office? St- what, what? Which one? <laughs> like in The Office? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but they go, um, just staying alive, you know? <laughs> Listen, have that song playing in the back of your mind as you're, you know, pumping on this guy's chest or this person's chest. They're like, ah, 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 stay alive, stay alive. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> How um, convenient, you know, you're over here performing CPR to the song Staying Alive. And isn't that like at 100 BPM? Yeah. 100 yeah. B- per minute? Yeah. I was so, just like, how do you know that you're on beat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's, it's like, it's close to like 100 and 120 uh, for the chest compression. So it's kind of like, I think the song is at 100, like you said, or 100, 104, whatever. Mm. But, for sure. But when you... But then, and then like what you said, like, how do you know how fast? Maybe you're going too fast. <laughs> right, right, right. I think that's but, just like a rule of thumb kind of thing. Yeah, but then you also got to remember, like, they're not going to be singing that fast. Like, ah, 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 say that, say that. It's like, uh, no, it's not that fast. So kind of slow it down a bit, you know? <laughs> right. What was what was uh, in the office? They used that song, but uh, he sang it. He sang the wrong song. At first, I was afraid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that the one? Yeah, it was one of those first aid fail, oh, the, uh, the CPR episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, so yeah, funny. That was like, so funny. Yo, dude, totally offbeat there. <laughs> mm. Nah, but uh, yeah, no, there, there you have it, guys. Like, this is how you know catchy lyrics get, get you know how mm. we perceive them, how we, you know, how we take our songs, like how we like what we like in music, you know, like um, for me, sometimes it's the lyrics like mm-hmm. within the catchy uh, melody. And sometimes it's just the melody itself. Like it's sugar, sugar, like, yeah. So, I mean, we all have, we all have different um, views on, on music and lyrics. So, you know, yeah. tell us, tell us in the comments below what, what's your favorite uh, oh, yeah. song and, and or, and in in yeah, what or like if there's what part of the song do you like the most and why? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know some people want us to explain and don't know how to explain it. So, you know, go ahead and write novels. It's cool. We'll read it. <laughs> Paragraphs, you know, <laughs> MLA format preferred. <laughs> <laughs> Huge nerd. Oh, Huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, man, take us home. All right, let's take it home. Uh, so that wraps up this episode. Huge thank you to White Wong Media. And uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like, comment down below, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All the links are down below. Thanks again for tuning in. See you, See next, you next time, time, guys.